HD Smartcast. You are listening to a Radio One production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Minding My Business, the CEO story with Ramesh Menon and Rishi K. Hello, elections in important states. Virat Kohli's hundred tests and Shri Sant's retirement means there's sufficient action in the country, and we're excited because the wheels of business seem to have started turning again. And when the word "quote unquote" business is mentioned, I instinctively think of this show, "Minding My Business," the CEO story. And my co-host, CEO of the Fever Network, that includes Fever FM, Radio Nasha, Radio One, Jabi Fever, HD Smartcast, and many other businesses. All-round good man, Ramesh Men, and hi, Ramesh. Hi 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 Rishi uh, good to be back in another episode and let's be clear about one thing you're the actual heavyweight partner on this show i don't mean to talk about the kilograms or you know that stuff but having said that i heard somewhere that you're uh, sort of getting down to the business of losing weight and so on <laughs> no such luck well ramesh but, but but seriously when people say that you're the heavyweight co-host they only refer to your abilities on the mic i, I thought <laughs> actually they don't refer to my abilities on the mic when they say heavy co-host they'll mean you know this is going to turn like one of those uh, motivational sessions for me on wellness and weight loss because the ceo is on the show today is a friend who knows me from way back when when i was half my current size my size might have gone up ramesh but his wit and sharp brain and business acumen have remained absolutely intact That's right a man who over the last decade or so has uh, run the DTH business I mean dominated the DTH business in a sense in the country and today is poised to take on the future with another rebranding that he's done with his brand and uh, now becoming a cross platform content aggregator and distributor we are very happy to welcome Harit Harit Nagpal the dynamic md and ceo of Tata Sky now known as Tata Play hi Harit welcome to the show good to see hi, you guys. again Thank you much yes i've known rishi for before even i remember before even he does so thanks a lot for having me and pleasure to be here great to see you harit fantastic ramesh let's get underway so harit let's start uh, with uh, you know the two years have been pretty difficult i realized that you're still working from home uh, how has covid been for the business and uh, what's it been like the last two years not complaining given the situation in the country and given the see we are a mass market brand and given the situation in the country where there were inflationary pressures on human beings and people were trying to downsize or cut consumption in that environment we've done we've held our ground uh, we were not allowed to take any price increases also for the last 3 years while our costs were going up so we've held our ground and uh, that i think is uh, god's grace you know i when you joined tata sky 11 years ago moving across from your role as a group marketing director of vodafone tata sky was fourth among the top 6 dts distributors harit and you really pushed the envelope you made it such a strong brand what was your strategy how did you make it happen if you could describe it in a nutshell you see i always believe that most businesses today are commodities because you know almost everybody which are whatever business you pick up name it uh, everybody has access to the technology everybody has access to the capital the price is equal to the lowest what anybody else in the market is charging for that category your distribution is also the same or similar so you really don't have any real material competitive advantage you have to therefore if you want to differentiate and go ahead of the others you have to find what your competitive advantage is what your differentiator is so we actually had spent the first one year or so trying to look at our differentiator what's going to be our differentiator which is going to be sustainable it cannot be unsustainable your know, price cannot be a differentiator technology cannot be a differentiator it's got to be something that's embedded in the culture of your organization and we finally came down with two things that were that could be differentiators one was uh, innovation that uh, we build in the products which customers find of use 
and second was easy and simple to deal with we haven't changed these two over the last 11 years we've constantly been working only on these two every day my product has got to be easier and simpler to deal with every 3 4 5 6 months we got to come out with some useful and inspiring innovation for the customer and that's what has helped us <laughs> great uh, you know uh, the industry has changed dramatically lots of changes on content in the last few years uh, is dth penetration still growing uh, or uh, the the changes in internet penetration have affected the dth business and you know the, you know the pricing structures and the product packages have all changed so what's what's really happening in the industry and how have you managed to tackle that dth is still growing television is still growing i mean if you look at it there are about roughly there are 300 odd million homes in this country about 100 million of them still do not have a television you may look at it as a threat i see that as an opportunity so television viewing will only grow and therefore and all these homes are in such remote places that only dth can cover them via satellite so television is growing continues to grow you know i i remember reading some something a year ago saying you had outsourced almost 50000 jobs to partners responsible for installation servicing repairs curious to know is that still the case and and why this thought process if that is still the case yes it is and when you say outsource i want to put a caveat there it is not abdicated hmm. so i am still responsible we as a company are still responsible for how these people conduct their job and how they behave with people so we have our own platform we outsource some of the doing a lot of the doing actually and that helps us scale because if we were to hire the last technician that goes and services you in the last village in the country then it would be an impossible task to do that so we outsource the job to partners who work on our platform and we are responsible for their training for their delivery and the quality of service that they deliver to you let's go to tata sky binge you the ott aggregation service that you launched uh, a couple of years ago how is that doing and would you like to talk about that So that was an opportunity we saw some time ago where we noticed that some of our subscribers had also started watching content on demand on OTT platforms and then we realized that soon there'll be 10 12 13 14 20 applications which people will have to subscribe to toggle between and look for content from for example if you are uh, If, if you watch bengali drama or you watch tamil action movies now when you sit down in the evening after your work to look for something in tamil action you'll have to go through some 12 apps to look for what's new in tamil action right and then you would have had to subscribe individually to these 12 apps with different uh, you know uh, subscription dates so we said there is an opportunity for an aggregator here who a will do the deals with these 12 13 14 15 20 apps or whatever they are and also provide a front end which is one uh, common front end where i can look for tamil action from across these apps so i sit down in the evening after my work switch on my phone or tablet or tv or whatever it is go to the tata play binge app click on tamil action and i get 12 choices from across these 12 13 14 apps that are behind this and i start watching in about 20 seconds after i switched on my television so that was the thought process that's how we set to design the product and uh, that's what binge is all about lovely genre specific searches and throwing up content amazing just want to move to marketing and sales for a bit is it different for high end consumers as opposed to mass market consumers your approach and if yes then how not really we we really believe that uh, a customer subscribes to us to watch content not to speak with us so therefore we, our teams have been constantly working on reducing the reasons for them to call us or speak to us whether it is a customer from the village or customer from the city customer who pays me 200 rupees a month or customer who pays me 1000 rupees a month uh, both are all, all are equally important one customer going is a customer going one customer unhappy is a customer unhappy 
So we look at all ends. We look at the problem areas and not who it is coming from. You're saying basically, if there is a chap who's taking Netflix high end plus, you know, bundling it with all the HD channels in your book, I mean, you'll still treat him the same way. Well, we look at his problems hmm. as, with the same amount of weightage as I would look at the problems faced by a person who's paying me two hundred and fifty rupees and subscribing to some handful of live channels. True. Our job is to solve those problems so that he doesn't have to, and people like him don't have to call me again for a problem. That's it. And that actually brings us to uh, Tara Play. You know, you've you've sort of managed to uh, bundle OTT as well as you know TV channels together. You know, and and what uh, is your strategy going forward on this? And how is the pricing going to happen? Because that's that's really what uh, people will be worried about, right? Content is content. You know, for on average, if there are say five people in the house, there are two people who are watching only television. There are two people who are watching television and OTT both, and there is one person who is watching only OTT. Now, the television historically has always been a product that was subscribed to by the family. The family paid the bill for the television out of the family's budget, like just like for electricity, water, cleaner, uh, you know, made. You paid for this. It was a utility for which you paid. The family paid. But when it came to an OTT, the individual had to pay. Now, OTT is not cigarettes. That was you pay. Out of your pocket. So, if parts of the family are consuming television like they're consuming OTT, then it should be a part of one bill, one subscription going out of the family, and then different members of the family could be consuming it together or individually, independently. So, we said let's bundle the whole piece. So, it's not about discount; it's more about convenience. That entire family's content consumption needs are coming in one bundle, and they can watch them independently or together. But it goes out of the family's bill. So you you'll find that we fritter sometimes from business to non-business questions. Now I noticed during the peak of the pandemic, a bunch of field service guys were identified to look out for repairs of only senior citizens, and I thought that was fabulous. You know, having a 78-year-old father and a 74-year-old mother. How many repairs a day were you doing for senior citizens, and what else did you undertake to to tide through the crisis? You know, for them. For the consumer, it was tough, and uh, it was tough to first get permissions from the local authorities to have people moving around on their motorbikes and going to people's homes. We noticed that people welcomed us because at that point in time, whether for entertainment or for information or for news, etc., television had become a very central piece, and especially for people living alone and senior citizens living alone in their homes. It wasn't just senior citizens; you know, you'd be surprised. We, our people actually went into hospitals, into COVID wards, where uh, at the peak of the first wow. wave. When you're suffering from COVID and lying in a hospital bed, you're not incapacitated. You're still able to watch and enjoy television as such. So, functioning of the television in the COVID ward is easy. So, they had to wear PPE suits. They had to follow all the sanitization uh, measures and walk in, not touch anything. Whatever they touch, they sanitize after after them and stuff like that. So, it wasn't a very large number, but each person that they serviced, I know. Uh, sent us a mail thanking us like you know we'd done them a huge favor. Wow, a huge favor because that's when we realized that you know how important the role we play in people's lives. Brilliant, that's fabulous. You know, back to uh, the industry and how it's changing, and you know, there is on one hand there is smart TVs, there is internet penetration, a lot of more, a lot of people you know watching stuff on their phones, and then there is the DTH piece, and you know. How is the OTT aggregation uh, piece going to really work for younger people, right? Uh, you know, they they used to seeing it stuff on their phone. What do you think uh, is going to happen uh, in the industry as a whole? Like I said, the younger people also are part of a family in India at least, and they go back home to sleep, and somebody pays their bills. 
So, like I explained earlier, if their bill for content consumption also becomes a part of the family's bill, it helps everyone. It's good for everyone. So, that's our attempt to run two separate platforms yet uh, bundle them to whatever extent they can. They both run on separate technologies. They both offer separate facilities. They both offer different content most of the time. Yet, that's content. And people intermittently change between the two. So, why should okay. it not, not be bundled yeah. for uh, purposes? Okay, now let's come to the big one. What mandated the rebranding of Tata Sky into Tata Play? That's a good one, you know. Rishi, what really happened was, for two years, we've been trying to sell Binge. And every time we went to somebody and said, hey, you can watch OTT platforms on Binge, which is from Tata Sky, then Tata Play now. They turned out and said, but you are television. OTT is competition to you. How can you sell OTT? And we said, no, but you know, since that's the emerging need and that's also about content and that's about content aggregation and making content discovery easy. All those principles we pulled out of television and brought it here and who, who better than us to do that? Didn't cut ice. Didn't cut ice. We had to wear a new set of clothes, call ourselves something else to go to people and say, hey, we are content distributors. We're not just television distributors. And that's what prompted the need to change the name. Brilliant. I know you like to meet customers uh, firsthand. Uh, and uh, I believe you did a lot of travel posts, the rebranding uh, recently. How has your on-ground experience post-COVID and all of the changes that have happened uh, been? We do that. Not just me. Most of my team does that. We go travel into the insides of the country, go meet customers, regardless of whether they are my customers or not. We meet them any which way. And, you know, that's what gives you the insights to improve the quality of the product that we serve. And that's what prompted the need for Binge also in the first place. Yeah, uh, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I remember three days after we rebranded and I was in UP and I was in Bihar for a couple of days and went into the deepest of the villages and uh, asked them, Tata Sky, dekhte ho? And the guys looked at me and most of the people looked at me and said, Tata Sky ni Tata Play hai. And we knew our job was done. We knew our job was done the day they said that. I mean, that's exactly what we were aiming for. Sweet. But you've decided to keep Jingalala Harit despite the change in brand. I love it. I'm not complaining. I just wanted to understand your thinking behind that decision, which is you a know, great one though. <laughs> Jingalala's transition has not only, it's not only transcended agencies, advertising agencies, it is also not transcending brands. Yeah. This would probably be the only, if you do some research, this would be probably the only slogan which has gone across agencies and brands, both. It was formulated by Rediffusion. The brand went to Ogilvy and we moved from Tata Sky to Tata Play and Jingalala continues. And the lesson really is that if something's working, why kick it? That's great. Just getting back to, uh, you know, all of the content, there's so much content available. And what's your focus now that, you know, so much of content is available and how will you help uh, make consumers' lives easier now? How does it... See, our job becomes even more important. The job of an aggregator becomes even more important because our job is to A, make all the content available to the customer and B, make content discovery easy. When there were say 600 channels of which I watched 25 channels, I had to just go around those 25 channels and look for what's playing right now. Right now, there are a million pieces of content on OTT like there or maybe more. To be able to filter out from there what I should be watching tonight is an even tougher task. So the aggregator's role becomes even more important. So our job really is, uh, we are actually more cut out, an aggregator is more cut out for an OTT scenario than a television scenario, even more. Okay, you know, thinking like a typical creative person, whenever I look at a brand or, you know, a logo, comms, I'm always thinking who are the people behind it, who's created this and stuff like that. So I just like you to reel off your partners or collaborators in the new logo, in the new communication, uh, you know, spreading the awareness about the brand, renaming it. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the commercials, uh, you know, who directed that, who executed that, I need all the deets. So yeah, there is, uh, you know, Ogilvy has been a long-standing partner always. 
and uh, they give us the space and so we basically tell them look we know what we do so you don't play with that and we know what you you know what you do so we will not play with that you are allowed your freedom we you should be allowed our freedom and that's a nice line that's been working with us that line we draw between so ogilvy obviously was the creative agency behind this the brand design as such, the design elements were done by a company based out of london called venture 3v3 and uh, they had helped us design the tata sky logo and the paraphernalia that goes along with it and they've been instrumental in tata play also so staying on to the on, on the campaign itself uh, you have uh, karina and saif for hindi speaking markets and you have madhavan and priyamani for southern markets uh, we love each of these ads what's what's the reason behind choosing this set of you know the, these guys for the for the campaign and and what is the ad the we are known for entertainment our job is to entertain people our subscribers every evening once they're done with their day so even the campaign that is supposed to introduce us or reintroduce us had to have had just one brief make it entertaining and the rest was easy you know it is it is an entertaining campaign and it gives out the message while entertaining you and that's that's what worked and the film by shujit da if i'm not mistaken shujit sarkar yes shujit uh, handled that uh, he's the only one who could have handled 18 films in two days uh, in the middle of third wave this this should happen around the 7th or 8th of january we were at the peak of uh, the third wave and shujit is the only one who could have handled uh, 18 cuts in those two days No, I have to tell you, Ramesh, that when the 18 cuts came out, Arit WhatsApp me, and I spent the next <laughs> half an hour of my life just watching it, like you know, a short film. Great yeah, stuff. It, it was, and you know, you're right because the objective really was not communication. The objective was brainstorming, essentially. Yeah. Uh, sorry, brainwashing, not brainstorming. Brainwash. Because it was a brand that had been around for 15 years, 16 years. It, you got exposed to it every day, and you liked it also. now to suddenly say okay from tomorrow it will be called something else you need something of this size this scale this nature to brainwash tata sky into tata play and that's why the 18 films is not really a ceo ceo question is more a, a tech guy question or a more of a comms question but i'm still going to go ahead and ask you a little more about the binge app uh, you know what is the functionality that that makes it really easy for consumers to use basically two things one you don't do commercial relationship with 12 13 14 15 apps so you're not waiting oh aaj today is the second so my this app is expiring i need to recharge that then today is the third my other app is expiring i need to recharge that so all that headache goes away one and second like i said uh, it's got one front end with multiple backends so you only get to see one screen you don't have to toggle between multiple screens and that's what helps it's like you know going and buying a shirt from if you want to buy a shirt you go to 12 shirt shops and look for look at 12 shops and then decide that the second shop and the fourth shop and the seventh shop had a good shirt then you go back to those versus going into a department store and looking for a shirt your size your style from across brands out of one aisle that's the that's and then we've used technology to make that happen that's the perfect analogy and your departmental store background also helps them. yes <laughs> <laughs> you you also look at changes in your uh, you know the way you charge customers and and uh, you know offer them some incentives on or you know charging them for for uh, reconnection and stuff just tell us about that so it was about what i said earlier people subscribe to us to watch content not to speak with us and so therefore we have to make it easy and simple for them to deal with us and two things that were coming in the way in the past 
The first was, it's a prepaid platform. There are times when I don't recharge because I'm out of station, my kids have got exams, hundred other reasons why I do not recharge and I want to give it a break. If I give it a break, why should I have to pay some extra charges, even though the regulator allows me to reconnect? So we'd done away with that ages ago. We actually never charged that, made the charge. Off late, we've been noticing that as we, you know, if something, something happens, something wrong happens, to your box or your dish antenna or to your service and a service technician has to come and visit your home. A visit charge that you call it. Service visit charge of 175 rupees. Small amount, much smaller than what you would pay for your washing machine or your dishwasher or something else. 175 rupees. But still that was also coming in the way. And we said, why should the customer pay for it? Because over the years, we've reduced the instances of service requirement. So let's put our money where the mouth is and make ourselves responsible for it. So that that becomes then a target to even further reduce the need for service. So we eliminated that too when we launched Startup Play. Arit, as a South Indian who's uh, pretty much grown up north of the Vindhyas, it's always fascinated me. Marketing in the north as opposed to marketing in the south, also media vehicles that you would choose, for example, to carry your message to the north or the South, you know, because you're a national brand. Not very different, especially in our business, because we are in the content business. We write on the content that we sell. Anybody who is watching television or anybody now who's watching OTT apps is our customer. So why do we need, you know, so at best I can add radio since I'm speaking to you, I will say I will add radio to it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's again, we write on the content that our subscribers uh, consume. So whether it's the North, South, East, West or wherever, we generally ride on the content that our subscribers consume. Uh, Rishi, I hope you'll follow up with him on that radio piece. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised actually, Harit and me don't talk business apart from these interviews. No, at this time, please get them to talk business. So you, the other one is your broadband business. You know, uh, you've apparently rebranded that as well. You know, how's that going and how's that changed in the last couple of years? business is a very niche business. It's not a mass market business. We're not present in many cities. We're also not present in all the colonies of, or buildings of the cities that we present in also. We basically cater to a niche where we are going after customers who don't want any disturbance in their video and their life depends on video, whether it is for entertainment or for calls or whatever. So if, you, if they are discerning customers, a handful of them and are willing to pay for error-free service, Data play it is. And we were calling it broadband while all of it was delivered on fiber. And fiber connotes something else versus broadband. Broadband can be delivered on any medium. Fiber is reliable broadband. So we said, why not call it fiber? Why call it broadband? So when the time came to change the brand from Data Sky to Data Play, we called it Data Play Fiber. That's the story. Yeah, but obviously, you know, so many people are indoors, Harit. Uh, so it has translated into more internet and broadband connections, I imagine. Yeah. Yes, it has. And even usage, every time we had lockdowns or semi-lockdowns, the first wave, second wave, third wave, you could see the increase in consumption in those months of lockdown. When people are not going to work and are sitting at home and children are studying, people are chatting, work is going on. I mean, the, the volume goes up. The dependence obviously goes up when you work. Arita, look at your incredible career. I mean, I'm talking almost four decades. There's been Lacme, Marico, PepsiCo, Shopper Stop, Vodafone, now Tata Play. I don't know if I'm missing something out. No, uh, difficult to, to encompass, you know, 35, 37, almost 40 years of, of, uh, of learnings. But again, in an, if anybody can do it in a nutshell, it's you. Your learnings from, from all these wonderful experiences. 
only one which is that in the end it's a consumer so it's not the technology you need to bother about it's the customer's needs that you need to follow or bother about because across all these six companies the customer was the same the same guy was guy or the girl was using the lipsticks and the moisturizing lotion he was using oils and he was shopping at stores and he was drinking the pepsi and he was using a phone and he's now watching television and an app is the same customer is not different so you got to go look for that customer's needs you focus on that look for his needs and then use technology to enable products and services for that customer's needs you have a business brilliant with that we sort of get into the lifestyle section where we discuss everything that's beyond the business side of it we'd like to know who's the business leader that you've really admired and and what are the qualities in him or her that really stood out for you very many but yeah i would say steve jobs is tops because uh, he was the person who at least uh, went against the grain went against uh, went against conventional logic and actually looked at the insights and built products based on insights and not verbatim what the customer told i mean i remember the, that era when there used to be a brand of phone which each each one of us including you and i used and the hallmark of that brand was that at any given point in time they used to be 20 25 models in the market running to come out with one phone one model one variant against those those 20 was unconventional logic just one insight so you know you need courage you need guts to do something like that and it worked it changed the shape of the industry let's get into music so what's your playlist like have the kids influenced your playlist <laughs> and apart from playlist memories any music concert or gig that you went to recently i mean before the pandemic obviously if you could share with us you know you and i have discussed this many years ago you may have forgotten but i remember and i used to always wonder why did my playlist stop at 1985 <laughs> that's why i'm saying i was hoping maybe the kids have had some influence <laughs> and you gave me a very good insight new set for something for you to start liking and humming and listening to something again you have to listen to that piece of music five times in a week in one week and then it grows on you and after you turn 25 or 30 chances of that happening reduce and you know it's still holding for me so you don't get an opportunity to listen if you listen to something you know like it but you you start it starts growing in you after you heard it five times in succession and that opportunity doesn't come so my playlist is still stuck at the 80s you know <laughs> 70s and 80s so that's that's where we are and gigs i don't remember yeah i don't even remember when was the last time i went for a gig there used to be these uh, behind bkc some concerts that used to happen in our past life maybe and even they've stopped for over 10 years and so there aren't many many opportunities for that It's, I, I went and saw a boy George once in Singapore. I happened to be there, and he was there. Oh, 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 oh. You know, I, again, my genre, my my generation. Kama Kali, so Chameleon, Black Money. Oh. Yes, yes. Super. That was fun. Great. What about a book that's made an impact on you or left an impact? Simon Simic, Infinite Game. That's yeah. right. And then uh, there are a few others, but you know, he he stops. I would say whatever whatever he writes, I would. whatever he podcasts whatever he speaks whatever he writes and i would read that a sport you follow and your favorite player in that sport not much not much not much seriously i don't follow many sports so i'm a little different there uh your favorite vacation spot then and why you love going there anything that's different from the last <laughs> spot so it's got to be different it's like you know i shouldn't have been there before and that's my favorite vacation spot it is last 2 weeks ago we went to uh leopard spotting about 3 hours away from Jodhpur and i was kind of amazed uh, somewhere close to Jawai dam i was kind of amazed uh, at the landscape i could not imagine that we would have we would have landscape like that in this country it's really beautiful will i go there again i'm not sure but because i went there for the first time i loved it nice well harit after almost four decades of leadership roles across sectors i just marvel at how one thing is always 
the same. There's no BS. You get straight to the point. Not for you, the frittering around and the moving around. And I love that the, the you have the energy of a child to still say, you know, whatever it is that the consumer wants, I'm going to go out there and make it happen for him. Uh, Got to love uh, that about you. Thank you for being on our show. Keep inspiring. Pleasure always. Thank you, Rishi. Thanks, uh, Ramesh. Yeah, and, and, and I must say that as a business leader, what we are inspired by is the fact that you have that customer centricity. You told us the customer is exactly the same wherever you went. You know, you're, you're and you're focused on that customer. Thanks for being on the show. This was fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Well, with that, it's time to wrap up another episode of Season 2. But not before I give you a heads up on something really special that's happening on the Women Empowerment Front since it's International Women's Month. Three days from now, 25th of March, to celebrate women from all walks of life, we bring you a virtual award ceremony felicitating She Slays Champions chosen by an eminent jury, a roundtable of women breaking through stereotypes and cliches. And this event will be hosted by Radio 1 presenters and the editor of Health Shots. Yes, HealthShots.com is a health and wellness destination for the millennial woman. And we're very excited about our She Slays campaign for International Women's Month and also these amazing awards. To join us on the 25th of March. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you keep listening to some great radio and podcasts. Please build that habit. And come back next week for another episode of Minding My Business. Just some credits. We're going to be back with another captain of the industry who's been a path breaker next time. You can catch us on 94.3 Radio 1 on FM Radio, HD Smartcast in podcast form over all major streaming platforms. It's a Radio 1 production. So till next week, it's bye from me, Rishi K. And me, Ramesh Menon. See you soon. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.